This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. A warm welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. President Tsai Ing-wen has said Taiwan stands on the front line of democracy as the Open Parliament Forum gets underway in Taipei. Delegates from the three Baltic states, Belize and Mexico, are attending the democracy conference in person, with parliamentarians from other countries, including Japan and the UK, taking part online. Discussions at the forum will focus on how to improve democratic processes in a post-pandemic world. Well wishes for the event were sent from U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, and the U.K.'s Speaker of the House of Commons, Lindsay Hoyle. Mm-hmm. Taiwan Plus reporter James Chater spoke to Lithuanian MP Myas Matiosaitis to find out the Lithuanian delegation's approach to this forum. What's very important in the democracies is the aspect of transparency. So I believe that the major mission of um, the Open Parliament Forum, it will give us many ideas on how to... um, promote transparency, how to increase inclusion of, uh, well, representation and inclusion uh, among the general societies of our respective nations. You're the youngest Lithuanian MP in this delegation at just 29. I wonder if you could speak a little bit about how the relationship between Lithuania and Taiwan comes up in conversations amongst young people within Lithuania. Does it command the same amount of attention as it does here in Taiwan? or our relations with with Taiwan much more of a niche issue? During the last few decades of our independence in Lithuania, Taiwan was uh, well respected and and, uh, admired so much, but mostly among the, well, intellectual part of the society. And one year since the ruling coalition has started working, we see a huge shift in terms of how general public, the, the majority is actually starting to 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 well to discuss about it first of all uh, evaluate um the the direction that we took uh questioning it asking trying to understand even the journalists in Lithuania but this year um i feel that in both uh, in both in Taiwan and Lithuania the attention on uh, on on our well each countries has increased so much and it's only the start And what would you say is the criticism that Lithuania can really afford to develop this relationship with Taiwan because its economic dependence on China is relatively small compared to other European nations? Or do you think Lithuania's approach to Taiwan can still offer a model for other European nations seeking to navigate their unofficial relationship with Taiwan? Few few governments, uh, well, before there was a sort of a strategic direction to increase uh, our relation with uh, mainland China. Because obviously that's a big market. There's many people. One, one billion five hundred million, right? So it's sort of a natural. Uh, it would be a natural sort of reason to increase uh, business capacity. But China is much more aggressive, much more authoritarian. So uh, there's so much, so many aspects. I think that's the time to to also decrease dependency because if we do it later, if we still try to trade and find search for partners. 
later on will be will be maybe too late. I, I believe that's a little price to pay. Um, as respect the sovereignty of uh, of ourselves, if we want to have other friends or any friends as a sovereign state, we go and make uh, make friends with somebody. And uh, Southeast Asian democracies or other rule, rule of law respecting democracies are much more reliable. Taiwan's President Tsai Ing-wen has congratulated the new Honduras president after final results were called in the country's general election. Shamara Castro replied with a tweet saying, many thanks, President Tsai Ing-wen. Taiwan's government said it would deepen cooperation with the new administration in Honduras, which is one of Taiwan's 15 remaining diplomatic allies. Going into the election, Castro had pledged to seek closer ties with Beijing. This promise was later walked back by an aide following a visit by a U.S. delegation. The U.S. is concerned about Beijing's efforts to poach Taiwan's allies. The annual Taipei-Shanghai Forum was held virtually on Wednesday. Shanghai Mayor Gong Zhen and Taipei Mayor Ko Wenzhe discussed culture, technology and business. But, as Rick Glaut reports, the meeting comes during increasingly frosty relations between Taiwan and China. As the mayors of Taipei and Shanghai met virtually on Wednesday amid the highest tensions between the two sides of the strait in decades, the difference in the language used was stark. The Shanghai mayor opened with a nod to Beijing's assertion that Taiwan is an inseparable part of China. From his counterpart, a more realistic look at a relationship that is hanging on by a thread. Beijing cut all official exchange between the two governments after President Tsai Ing-wen came to power in 2016 and has recently upped action against the president and her ruling party, which Beijing says is guilty of separatism. But hundreds of thousands of Taiwanese still study, work and live in China. And economic and business ties between the two countries remain strong. People do not care about the political conflicts and these kind of tensions, but they just want to complete their studies or they just want to enjoy their works and their, their lives. But... Uh, because of the political tensions, uh, it is very difficult for them. Beijing stopped most Chinese tourists from visiting Taiwan since 2019. And many of the cultural exchanges that remained have been halted by the pandemic. But recent moves from Beijing, including military threats, a blacklist of so-called Taiwan successionists, and a heavy fine against a Taiwanese conglomerate, threaten the last link between the two countries. It is very difficult for Taiwan to cut off all of the ties, economic ties and business ties with China. But uh, the political risk is getting higher and higher because China is uh, having a ambitious, is becoming more ambitious on Taiwan. After 90 minutes of talks, the two cities agreed to cooperate on zoos, science and culture. But with the country's leaders at loggerheads on issues of sovereignty and national security, it will be difficult for this latest exchange to bolster one of the most fraught relationships in the world. Klein Wang and Rick Lauert for Taiwan Plus. Following revelations from a high-profile legislator for the ruling Democratic Progressive Party, the spotlight has turned to domestic abuse in Taiwan. Gao Jiayu was allegedly assaulted by her boyfriend, who has now been detained by police. An investigation is underway. Taiwan Plus reporter Pichi Zhuang has the story. 
with a visible wound on her neck. Legislator Gao Jiayu faces the cameras. 我知道受害者不是只有我一个人，很多他曾经交往过的女朋友都用类似的手法跟这个呃方式呃去恐吓胁迫。A court decided on Wednesday to keep Gao's boyfriend Lin Binshu in detention following police questioning. He is under investigation, accused of seven criminal offenses, including holding Gao against her will. Trying to distribute obscene materials, assault, and threatening behavior, Lin wore ankle shackles as he was escorted to the district prosecutor's office from the police station. Many people in Taiwan have been shocked by the fact that Gao, a woman in a powerful position, was powerless in the face of abusive and controlling behavior. Beyond the physical violence, Gao says Lin took intimate recordings of her without her consent. That he also told me that he's not just me. All the people who talk to him, political figures, etc., have recorded and are always preparing these documents. So this is what makes me the most afraid. Gao has blamed herself for getting involved with someone she did not know well enough. But experts say the fault lies solely with the abuser. Taipei's National Zhengzhi University, where Lin is enrolled as a doctoral student, released a statement on Wednesday denouncing Lin's alleged behavior. They say that if the allegations are proven, he will be expelled. It's led universities around the country to announce new codes of conduct for students covering domestic violence. Activists say that not enough is being done to raise awareness of the issue with young men. Gao's high profile means her case has received national awareness. With further details sure to emerge over the coming days, this incident can spark a wider reflection on the issue of domestic violence in Taiwan. Alex Chen and P.C. Zhang for Taiwan Plus. It's taken them 11 years, but one of Taiwan's top league baseball teams, the CTBC Brothers, has finally broken what they had called their runner-up curse. They finally took home the trophy on Sunday after a tense match with Uni President 7-11 Lions. Ken Ning has the details. An eruption of excitement from the commentators and the crowds, and a long-awaited victory for a premier team in Taiwanese baseball. The CTBC brothers clinching the Chinese Professional Baseball League championship after 11 years. It was a magical championship for the team. They swept this year's best of seven Taiwan series, finally capping Game Four with a 5-0 victory against the Uni President Lions. They have been chasing the series' top spot for seven out of the past 11 years. They lost in the final round. The CTBC brothers are one of five teams in this top-tier professional baseball league, which started in Taiwan in 1989. Until recently, many games were played behind closed doors due to the pandemic. But with the country opening and the stadium back to 100% capacity, fans were lucky enough to be there for the CTBC brothers' long-awaited victory. Chris Ma and Ken Ning for Taiwan Plus. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Inga Vat. For more stories from around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.